What if I told you loving yourself could change your life? It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lauren, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Hey listeners, it's me, Lauren. Welcome back to another episode of the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Well, I had a fabulous kickstart into my 40s and in the first week. Um, Crazy that I'm even saying that, but here it is. And, you know, it started with some celebrating the weekend before with my husband. I got my ear pierced again and all that, which was super fun and something I had been wanting to do. And then um, I, I did work out that Saturday of the party too, which was good. It was a tough workout. And then, um, you know, did CrossFit Monday and then Wednesday on my actual birthday, I did, I woke up and did it and gosh, It was honestly one of the hardest workouts I have done so far. And I'm thinking part of it was mental that I woke up feeling like, wow, okay, this is like a change (laughs) into another decade. Um, And so I don't know if it was partially that also that I have been going consistently and, you know, continuously getting sore and I've learned from all these CrossFit pros that I am with or people that have been doing it for a long time. Like the soreness doesn't go away because CrossFit is just that good. Yeah. It continuously challenges your body wherever it's growing and going to continue just to improve and get better. So like the soreness is something that's going to be around, which is good. I mean, it's not a bad sore. It's a good sore. (laughs) It's not like, Oh, I slept on my neck, neck wrong, you know, or something like that. Um, so it's a positive sore. It's a, I'm making progress. I am proud of myself sore. Um, but I just am kind of thinking maybe all of it caught up with me on that Wednesday in some ways. And, you know, the mental game wasn't where it normally is. Cause I was just kind of like, Oh my gosh, today is the, I put a lot of weight on that day. <laughs> um, in my own mind. So I'm thinking that all contributed, but that workout was killer for me. And I was like, thank goodness I have the day off because I literally laid on the couch probably like 90% of the rest of that day and cuddled with my cat, which was just the best birthday. And then when my husband got home from work, we did have um, dinner and stuff from one of my favorite places by us. And it was just like the perfect way to bring in 40. Um, so the rest of the week was great as well. Busy, busy with work stuff. And I had to make a tough decision about a group that I have been in. Um, that is something I was electing to do outside of, you know, work um, and everything else, working out in my free time. I was in a group where, you know, we were working on looking at our vision and um, kind of like manifesting, but really putting visions into, you know, written form and really focusing on like, what is it that our goal future looks like, which is totally up my alley, but it's like my plate 
was too full in some ways that I couldn't commit to it in the way that I needed to. And so I made the hard decision to step back from that group because while it is beneficial and something I will do, you know, occasionally and still work on and focus on because I do believe that you need to, if you see something in your mind, you need to capture it in some way to really flesh out what does it look like? What does it feel like? It allows you to really own and grow that idea of like where you're going and, you know, it's the same thing with goals. You know, you need to come up with like that actionable plan, right? To make them happen. Well, the same thing with your visions and long-term things. So in my mind, they're kind of one and the same, like a goal and a vision. If you want a vision bad enough, you know, you will kind of work on a goal to get there. <laughs> um, and so it, it was such a good group. So much one, I mean, amazing, powerful women in there. Uh, but you just have to make hard decisions based on like what's going on in your world at the time and kind of like where I need to be spending the time I do have. Um, and so I'm so sad that I had to step away from that, but that was probably my first hard decision of my forties. <laughs> I had to, um, really realize like I was getting more stressed and anxious about it than, you know, really just being overly excited. And like I was in the beginning, I think, because over the months, it's kind of revealed to me that I just, I can't do it the way that I want to. And I feel like if I'm going to be in a group setting, contributing to other people's lives, so I'm there, I need to be showing up fully. And it's okay that I had to step away. And, you know, there will be relationships out of that that continue with me and move forward. And then there will be ones that don't. And hopefully I'll reconnect with those ones in another, you know, something programmed down the road. Um, so I'm definitely not like shutting off that part of my life. I'm just slowing it down for the moment because other areas need my immediate attention and focus. And, you know, I am only one human, just like all of you. Like we all get pulled in so many ways and we just have to continuously be true to ourselves and think about how is it that we want to allocate our time right now. To me, work is a top priority. Well, work always is, but it's just something that I'm like, you know, I need to show up as my best self every single day and like do all that. So that's something that's a huge focus to me. Obviously, showing up in my personal life is a huge focus to me, especially with my husband and just being present and not always wrapped up in work or my side projects, my side careers that I have building. Um, so that's something I always have to reevaluate. Am I taking too much time for all the other things I have going on um, and not spending enough time there? And another thing I look at too, and obviously I should say before I move on, like Obviously, my CrossFit is something that is a huge priority right now. Like, it, the top three things <laughs> are, like, personal life, CrossFit, career. Like, those three things kind of live in an equal line in some ways. Um, even though, like, obviously, my personal life with my husband is way more important than anything else to me. But those three things right now are kind of, like, the three areas that I'm really focusing a ton of effort into. Um, and everything else still falls in there. Obviously my podcast is 
you know, part of my personal life that I categorize there as well. Any pageantry stuff that I am actively doing is a big thing. The volunteering I love doing. So there's a lot of layers in my personal life that are taking up um, time. So that's why I say I need to focus on the part where, you know, I need to balance. Am I putting too much into all those subcategories in my personal life? (laughs) Um, And that's where I had to make the decision about the one. Because, yeah, I was noticing, yeah, I just, I just am getting pulled too far one way and doing too much. Um, and I need a balance. And I learned from my early 20s, like a balance in life is just everything. Because I've been super skewed one way. And, you know, it was, I was being too selfish with my life. And, I was working extra on the week, like all these things, thinking that this is the only way I'm going to grow in my career. And um, I think, you know, my husband felt it. So I've been so aware since that conversation we had back then, like, um, you know, years and years ago, I have always kept it in the forefront of my mind. Like, am I making the right choice for all of my life, not just my career life or this? I look at everything holistically now which is really important because we are, you know, we're not siloed people. Sure. We focus on different things at different times, but looking at the whole picture versus the tiny part can be super beneficial and kind of just seeing like where you want your life to go and like what's important to you. So if you ever feel stressed or overwhelmed, I encourage you to like sit with yourself, whether that's journaling, just thinking through things, um, you know, whatever it is, but spend that time trying to figure out like, okay, what are my focuses? What is detracting? What is giving me the stress that I have? Is there anything I can do to relieve part of it? Because that is so important to self-love is listening to yourself and realizing like the signs that you're experiencing, whether it be stress or whatever, or excitement on the other side, you know, are your gut telling you something needs to shift or maybe you need to move your attention somewhere else or take it away from something. So there's nothing ever wrong with admitting you can't do it all, you know, all the time. And yes, I'm very, I love the saying, like you can do it all and we can have it all and we can, and we can eat our cake too. But the minute you start feeling like, Hey, that, that isn't the fit for me right now. It's okay to step away. There's nothing wrong with doing that. Um, and you know, I just had a very transparent conversation with the person whose group it is. And I just explained, like, I love what you're doing. I think this is so great and definitely want to continue to invest in it in the future. But at this moment in time, you know, it's just not going to work right now for me. And so supportive. She was so supportive. She was like, totally get it. Like you're doing amazing things, you know, just focus your energy where you need to. So people listen when you are just genuine with them about where you're at. So that was something that's changed this week. Um, also this weekend or by the time you're listening this last weekend had such a fun time at my CrossFit on Saturday. It was a community workout of the day. So guests could come Um, And it was a partner workout. It was a challenging one. 
but I, I feel like all of them are challenging for me. Like I, I don't feel <laughs> because I'm still getting used to everything and just trying to push myself and realizing sometimes, okay, like I'm still here, even though I would love to be there already. Um, I can't get ahead of where I am <laughs> mentally. I'm like, I want to do a burpee and physically my body's like, yeah, no, you can't do that yet. <laughs> like you just, it doesn't work quite yet. <laughs> so it was so fun though. And we did awards and there was a raffle and I won a t-shirt um, with the new logo on it. So I'm super excited for that. But we had some like breakfast tacos and stuff. And I got a certificate for hitting, you know, through the assessment of starting hitting my yellow color, which I am so proud of that I am there. Um, and I'm also just excited that I do have a color because now I can work, you know, to grow and go up the color chain. And I know it will take time and all that, but I know when the next assessment is and I have time to really like push myself to get to where I get a higher achievement at that next assessment. So I'm viewing this very much so like when I was in grad school and I had tests, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get the A. <laughs> I'm going to get the A on that. And, you know, I did get all straight A's in grad school. And that is the only time in my life I've gotten all, or no, there was like maybe a quarter or two in undergrad that I did, but it's like, I was so focused on getting that A well to me, getting, you know, a growth in the color. Cause you can go up levels within a color or getting to a new color by this next assessment, which I don't fully yet know if, you know, how that's going to go, but I just want to improve. That's my goal. I'm not putting pressure on what exactly I'm going to hit, but I'm going to do what I can to get to a higher level than I'm at now. So I am super excited for that journey ahead. And then topic for today, and I'm kind of bummed at myself for needing to talk about this topic <laughs> because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I wish I wouldn't have these thoughts, but I'm doing a few things um, outside my comfort zone and also um, traveling to see family that I haven't seen in a while. And I feel like I may have gained weight since I last saw them and all that. And even though they're not judging, I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like in a way, because I did, I'm letting people down or something, you know, like there's going to be judgment there, which there won't be, but in my mind, that's what I'm building up. And I'm just like angry with myself for having those thoughts, even though, you know, I know I'm doing things to get myself back on a track that I want to be on. I am um, obviously aware of that building self-love. I have gained so much self-confidence. And then it's like a moment like this where I'm like, now, why are you letting yourself even entertain that thought? Like <laughs> you have come so far and you don't think this on your normal day to day, but it's like, it's still there. It's like so deeply ingrained in me that it's still there. So I wanted to highlight that because I feel like sometimes we think we can't backtrack at all on our thoughts or that like if we've done all this work, like all of a sudden the year's worth of negative self-talk or the year's worth of doubt in ourselves just like magically disappears. 
it doesn't. It is still there. It is something in my case that I've lived with, you know, since like junior high grade school, um, early grade school. So it's been in my life a majority of the time. And even though so much work has been done, like it's not like it erases it, right? It just, it makes it easier to come back from it and all of that. But like the still that, you know, I can still feel certain moments in time when, you know, instances like this pop up and I'm like, oh, yep. Yep. This feels like what I'm entering into. Um, so I just want to, I guess, address that keep doing the work because it will pull you back out of this. And it's like some days I'm telling myself, you know what? You look amazing just the way you are. And life is a journey and you're going to continue to change. And then, you know, a week from now, you're not going to look the exact same. And 10 years from now, you won't look the exact same. Um, And you can be, you're not judged by your look, even though, yes, people do judge, but that's not what your self-worth is based on. And I feel like I constantly need to keep telling myself, like, you are a strong person and you are doing amazing things. And like in some parts of my life, I never think about the physical appearance, like at the community wad yesterday, they were taking pictures and I had new makeup on my hair, you know, looked as my hair looked all pulled up and I was in workout clothes and I was sweaty and, you know, pictures were being taken and I was just fine in that setting. So there I felt empowered and strong and like, Hey, look at, I am doing this and I'm a CrossFitter, right? Then you take me out of that. And I'm thinking of traveling on a trip and why in my mind am I thinking like, I don't know. I mean, people see me on social media, (laughs) you know, and all that, but in my head, I'm like, okay, well now family's going to see me different than they may have seen me before, you know, because it's been a few years since I've seen some of them and all of that. And I don't know, in my mind, I'm like adding pressure to myself. Like I need to look a certain way to see them. And I just need to stop that because I'm the only one building that up and I'm the only one giving it life. Like nobody else has said anything about it. Nobody would say anything to me about it. I I doubt it's even something they consider when they see me, all of that. But it's like I'm applying this pressure. And I'm sure others do too, right? Like when you haven't seen people for a long time, um, regardless of who it is, whether it's friends, family, um, all this stuff, you know, you see them after extended period and you don't, maybe you don't look the exact same. It's hard not to say like, are they going to judge me because I look different than what they last saw me as. But the thing is like, at least in my mind, I definitely don't judge people if they look different than the last they saw me as. Like, it's not my thing to judge and I don't think people should be judged by how they look. Um, I think, you know, we need to let people show who they are to us in order to decide anything about them. But I don't know. It just really got me that I went back to this place 
after all the stuff that I'm doing. That's I mean, I stood on a stage and competed. I, you know, am doing this workout now that is insanely tough and all of that that requires strong mental ability to like tell myself I can make it through and I'm proving to myself I can. And, you know, I'm working super hard at work and doing all these things, but it's like, in this side, all of a sudden, I was thinking, gosh, I'm going to look different. Maybe that's a bad thing now, right? And it's it's not. It's not my life journey took me here. And that's what I have to be okay with, you know, and that it is just a journey and I can change it and I can pivot it to whatever I want it to be. And you know, continuously throughout my life, I can be many versions of myself, whether it's physically, whether it's um, what I'm involved in, you know, I'm going to continue to grow. And the fact that I am putting this much thought into um, feeling like, I don't know, a little anxious about the trip is crazy because I am doing it all to myself and I am doing it on something that nobody has ever said anything to me about. (laughs) Like I have created this whole narrative that I'm going to be judged because I look different. And it's just crazy to me because it is, it's crazy to me because it's all in my own head about this, but it's like, I got sucked right back into, you know, times in my life where it wasn't okay to be exactly who I was, or at least that's the message I got from, you know, situations. And it's like, ugh, why did it come back up? And I don't know. I I can't tell you why exactly it did, but I can tell you what I'm doing to stop it. I am telling myself this is not okay to be thinking this way. As long as I am confident in myself, others will pick up on that and be like, hey, you know, I want to exude confidence in every way. And so I am just working on kind of closing down those thoughts again and telling myself, this is ridiculous. People love you for who you are. And if they don't, they don't need to be in your life. And, you know, I am a strong, powerful person. And so I'm just highlighting this because I was bummed that I was doing it to myself. Um, and also I think others can relate to it, like whether it's about looks or whatever, wherever that insecurity in your life comes from, I can only speak about looks because that tends to be the one where my security is like firmly rooted. Um, and I hate that, you know, I was raised to think that being changing weight or being bigger was a bad thing not even like raised in that way, but like, I'm just talking about like society as a whole, um, you know, it's harder to find clothes for people who wear larger sizes. It was kids were teased at school, like the whole thing, you know, that just, it's so ingrained in us that that is a wrong way to be. And I hate that that's what we all know. Um, because, who knows, we're all going to change over time and things happen differently and whatever happens, but it's just tough. But yes, I wanted to share this because, 
you know, we all have these struggles in life and insecurities that pop up at random times for things that you're like, I don't even understand why it would come up for this. It doesn't make any sense. You know, this is something that is fun. This is something exciting. And here I am like dampening the excitement because, you know, I'm thinking about X, Y, or Z or gosh, why am I spending my precious brain space on something like this and giving myself more worry than I need to, but we're all human. We're going to have insecurities in life and it's how we manage out of them and how we like acknowledge that they're there. And the minute you acknowledge something, it takes away its power. I mean, if you think back to when kids used to tease or something, the minute that you were like, okay, yeah, sure. That makes sense. Or ha ha ha. That was great. It's like, it's no more fun to do that to you or to teach you because they're not getting a rise out of you, right? There's no more power behind that. And so it stops and it's the same thing when you're feeling an insecurity, the minute you're like, okay, I realize this is happening now because for me, sometimes it takes me a few days to realize like, that's actually what's going on. And I'm like, okay, you're here again. Why are you brooding? You're, you know, why are you coming up right now? Why am I able to see you, hear you? Why am I giving you space? And then I think, okay, let me run through all these self-love practices I have, you know, and then I talk myself up. I do. I tell myself, you're doing this. You are doing this. Who cares what you look like? You are still the same person. You are a genuine human being, <laughs> you know, and I run through the things that I want to believe about myself. Um, and it's important you do that because you are the one who knows what it is that you want your ultimate narrative to be. And so you just tell yourself whatever those things are, maybe it's three things, maybe it's five, maybe it's a whole paragraph, but you just need to remind yourself, this is who you are. You're amazing the way you are. And we're all constantly changing. We're all on life journeys and it's okay if yours doesn't fit exactly what you had thought it was going to be at one point or, you know, maybe what you picture yourself changing into. Maybe you're not quite there yet and it's been a long road and a struggle. It's still okay to be exactly where you are in the moment because you are perfect as you are in this moment. Just keep doing the work, identifying when an insecurity pops up, identify it, understand or try to like understand why it's coming up at this time. So you can understand like what maybe triggered it. So in the future, you can like slow the trigger, stop the trigger, and then work through what is it that I need to rewrite that insecurity with. And you will take yourself back out of it. It is not a permanent thing. You do not always every day need to feel insecure about it. And you can alleviate the stuff. So yes, that is what I've been doing to this last week. Like, I need to stop myself. This is not okay. <laughs> this is not what I want to go into my vacation with. Um, and it's made up on my end. It's nothing that anybody's ever proven to me or shown to me before. This is something completely created by me. The narrative, the story that I was writing for what could be. And it's like, what if I just wrote a story about how amazing the trip was going to be and what fun and like how great I was going to be the whole time and how in the moment I was going to enjoy the trip. Like what if that's the story I was telling myself? And then that happened. 
you know, I told you earlier in this episode, I'm all about like vision casting and manifesting and believing in what you wanted, setting these goals and working towards it. And so what if I put it out there that this trip is going to be the most amazing trip I've ever taken and I'm going to have a blast and not once ever think about how I looked during the whole trip. What if that was the truth? What if that was my narrative? Well, let me tell you that is the narrative I'm telling myself because that is what the narrative should be for me in this case. But it's like, think about that. What if, what if there was no insecurity? What if you pictured the most amazing outcome? And that's where the magic happens. When you can tell yourself a new narrative and make that what you believe, you've got it. You can stop those insecurities or you can at least lessen them. You can learn from them and you can continue to grow and get stronger in your self-love and your authenticness and just truly living as you are. So that is the amazingness of this week. And thank you for tuning into this episode and like listening about this because it is something that I hate to struggle with, but I do. I feel like others must, hopefully not just me, although I don't want you to struggle with any of this stuff. (laughs) Um, But when you do, like find your new narrative, figure out your way around it and continue to learn and grow. Uh, Before I end next week, amazing episode with Rebecca coming up. It was so, I mean, the interview was just so much fun to record. Her and I had a blast. And so I can't wait for you to hear that. And then following that is when I will kick off the three-week kind of journey of my whole, um, my true why for all of this and um, what I had to do to overcome, you know, PTSD and why I even had it and where I am now and like what's ahead. So super excited about that. And this week I will also be um, in the Texas State Fair Parade. So uh, follow me on social to go see more about that. Um, when I I will be posting stuff day of and stuff. So I'm super excited for the opportunity to do that because it is just so cool. I mean, I don't know. I'm way excited about it. So Join me this week at the Texas State Fair. I will be there on Thursday. Um, And so exciting. All right, everyone have a fabulous week. And if you have any insecurities, work on them. Stop them in their tracks. Tell them you don't have space in my mind right now. All right, have a fabulous week. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lauren. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.